0: Welcome to At the Whiteboard with Ruth and Nicole, the podcast for people who want to crush it at work. Each week, we'll talk about the latest tips, trends, and tricks to help you love your job and to help your boss love you too. It's like having a personal coach whispering advice into your ear, but without the whispering. Okay, let's get into this week's episode. Are you there? Oh my God. <laughs> it's working there was some weird little um icon that appeared within the app and then i was able to join you but it's not obvious and you can't see it anywhere <laughs>
1: so well well we're recording and we're live Woohoo! <laughs> welcome to episode five of our season on digital minimalism it's very exciting that we're doing it this way and that it's working yeah so Ruth and I aren't together today we're just um independently we're self-quarantining
0: yes
1: (laughs) for no particular reason don't get excited everybody. no don't get excited no one's tested positive no one's come into contact we're just I mean I'm mostly just super lazy so (laughs) I did just get a text from a friend that
0: Justin Trudeau um is self-quarantined and Sophie is being tested. Oh,
1: well, maybe he'll start closing the borders.
0: Don't start.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, wow. wherever our listeners are today, I hope that we hope that you are feeling well. And, you know, uh, wherever you are, you're just content and happy and not feeling sick or anxious.
1: <laughs> yes, we hope we hope you're all well. Mm hmm. And have lots of toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. So tell me, I, I, so I'm going to start off by saying I thought this chapter was crap. Okay. So I'm going rogue. Um, and I'd love for us to focus while well, we will go through the chapter for those of you that are diligently following along. Um, I mostly wanted to talk about what's your, ex- how's your experience been? so far in your digital detox. We are on, is it day eleven?
0: Yeah. Day 12. Is it what day is today? Today it is the 12th. Yeah. yeah. Um mine has been fine. As you know, I did a lot a while ago. But I am deaf. I would say the big thing is that I'm more aware. Um I still pick up my phone because as you know I deleted a number of things, even though I had done some detoxing a couple months ago, I still detoxed several more at the beginning of this month. And I do find that I still pick up my phone and go, Oh, right. There's nothing there and put it down again. Right. Um, and the other day I was like, man, I want my news apps back because I do have the Apple news, which curates what they're going to show me depending on where I am. And I bet I could go in and adjust those settings. But then I thought, well, this is giving me some basic headlines. What more do I need? <laughs> so it's been very interesting from that perspective.
1: What have you been finding? Um, I I have, and I've been documenting a bit of it on Instagram as well, um, but I'm finding it harder even to go on Instagram, even on the business side, just because I guess... When I used to go on the business side, I probably also used to check my personal account. And so right. I was getting a bit of, you know, dopamine hit from that. So now I find I get way less from just our business account, you know, not, yeah. not that we don't love all of our followers and, and it's, not and the same. We follow. it's just not, it's not the same. I, yeah. I like to be lured into purchasing things that I don't need. <laughs> That's my <laughs> dopamine hit. <laughs> um, but um, I definitely noticed. So. A little bit more alert. I definitely feel less guilty. So I would find myself often. Um, I would find myself, are you typing? Are no. you typing
0: while I No, am I'm talking? not. I'm
1: not typing.
0: I'm not <laughs> typing anything. I'm not trying to look up something while you're talking.
1: <laughs> you totally can. I was just curious. Um Go. I, I I so I don't I feel less guilty. So what I would often find myself doing is you know sitting down for a second and then getting myself into a forty five minute scroll, um, and then feeling very guilty about not not using that time well, yes. whether it be for um, taking an actual rest for me or doing something else or doing something for work. Like I just I, co- I would constantly come out of a scroll binge, and. Yes feel guilty about it and be like oh I just wasted so much time and well, I don't you did
0: that was a really good one because you told me about that the other day that you would say okay I'm gonna have a rest and yeah. then you would lie down and have a rest but your rest was spent scrolling and then yeah. you actually felt guilty for having a rest
1: yeah like I well it, it wasn't even that it could be it's because it I never even got my rest I just spent it the whole time looking at my phone And it wasn't a rest. And then I didn't feel rested. And then I got up and was angry at myself that I wasted this little nap time that I could have had. Right. Like Mm -hmm. I'm very pregnant. I very much like my naps. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so I've noticed that now um, when I go to take a rest because I need a rest, I literally go and I just fall asleep. Right. I might put on Netflix or something And I know what kind of show will put me to sleep or that I don't mind if I'm missing. Um, I put it on and I will instantly fall asleep and I actually get the rest I needed.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, I just, what, what you had said, though surprised me that, that you were feeling guilty. And that was what I was, that's one of the things I was looking for when you heard me typing is I just typed in, um, digital detox guilt. (gasps) And there's lots and lots here. (laughs) this one guy said that he felt he couldn't find where he was going because he had also taken off his um oh gts or whatever and then he decided to cheat and he cradled his phone like one would tenderly cradle (laughs) a baby or something he says guilt filled i opened google maps tenderly in a similar fashion as to how one would welcome an old friend (laughs) but i thought where's this guilt coming from
1: yeah, I mean, for me, it, for me, the guilt was when I was scrolling, the guilt was that I did not use my time wisely. Yeah. So maybe it was, you know what it was, Ruth, it was shame. Oh, no. I was ashamed. No, you were not. Yes, I was. I was ashamed that I scrolled away precious time. I scrolled away time, I could have spent resting, rejuvenating, so that I could, you know, be alert and awake when it was time to take care of Lillian. Or same thing when I was with Lillian for some time and spent the whole time we were together while she was playing scrolling. There was guilt that I had just wasted that time Uh and got nothing out of it because I was just scrolling and I didn't even get anything out of it.
0: Well, you're not a sociopath after all. Brene Brown, you can rest easy. <laughs> Brene,
1: rest easy. I yeah. found
0: my shame. So for and for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, it's a reference to our last podcast series on Brene Brown's Dare to Lead, in which we discussed shame and whether Nicole ever felt it. So one of the other things I was just looking at is um five signs you need a digital detox. Uh One of them says you spend more time than intended. One says you are motivated by fear of missing out. You experience urges to check. You never have enough time in your day. And then you feel guilt or dissatisfaction afterwards.
1: Yes. And so I've, I've just, I don't have that guilt anymore. I feel very present with everyone. Um, I don't carry around my phone around the house. Like, like it's gotta be next to me at all moments. Like, I found myself leaving it upstairs consciously and saying, well, there's nothing for me to look at when I bring it downstairs. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So those are kind of all the positive things. I will admit that the other day I cheated and I logged in to my personal account and I can't remember what the impetus was. Oh, it, it was Instagram was sending Instagram must know that I was logged out of my account Because I've never received these emails before, but I would continually get emails from Instagram saying like, oh, um, these people have left you messages. Uh, These people have liked your photos or whatever it was. Um, And I finally was just like, oh, there's six DMs waiting for me in my personal account. Should I check them? Mm -hmm. And I logged in. I got totally sucked, like immediately, just like like a bad habit. Really, You know, I immediately got sucked in, started scrolling, started looking at stuff. I read the messages and then I was like, what am I doing? And uh, I logged out again.
0: Hmm. Interesting. I, um, I've never, I have to say, I've never felt guilty for being on my phone until we did the digital detox. Cause then I'm like, oh wait, I said, I wasn't, I, I don't scroll Instagram. I am scrolling Instagram, but it didn't take me, it used to not take me long. get to the bottom of the you know you're all caught up but now because i don't check it as much it does take me a long time so it's really (laughs) weird because if (laughs) i just if i just used to look at it there were three pictures and i'm like yep there you go done but now since i have my rules um and also because i've just been super busy doing other things it does take me longer to get to the bottom of
1: that list (laughs) And wait
0: wait a minute what's more efficient But I do think it's more efficient to do it all at once because it's not um, this fractured use of time and constant lack of focus on anything else. It's, you know, if you're, if you're doing it purposely and checking things purposely, then that's what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah.
1: And that's okay.
0: Yeah. It's kind of funny. I, I may have told you this. One of the things that I felt I was never good at when I was younger and I was
1: in school was
0: I never did. I never focused properly on what I was supposed to be doing because I wanted to be doing the other thing, or I felt guilty that I should be doing the other thing. So when I was supposed to be, you know, studying or writing a paper or whatever, I knew all of these other things that I wanted to be doing that my friends were doing, or my family was doing, or just other opportunities or being outside or going to the gym or whatever it was. And I used to have really hard time cracking down and getting that thing done, um, And then when I did go out to a club or go out and do some stuff with my friends, I used to feel guilty that I wasn't at home studying. So I never did either one properly. And I don't know what I would have done if I had social media at the time to add to those distractions, because that one, that article that I read you about the five reasons you need a detox, I had FOMO all the time, all the time. And I don't know that I have it as much anymore. Now it's, it's more uh, procrastination when I use it.
1: Mm -mm -mm.
0: So I wonder if it changes with your life stage or, or whatever it is that you're trying to do or should be doing.
1: And so I haven't, I have, well, I will be honest that I have not, I've not taken a a, a full, like a conscious replacement Mm -hmm. of my social media time other than Mm -hmm. I would say napping. Like actually laying down and taking a nap and sleeping.
0: But that's fair. Her. I think I mean, that's I think a good that's one, fun. especially given, you
1: know, that you're about a month and a half away from having a baby. Yeah. Um. So that one, and it's just, it seems like such a strange thing, but I think it is really valuable to me right now. And I'm really yeah. happy that I have it. Like, I think it's improved my mood and helped me, you know, do everything better. And I think the other thing is like more quality time with the family. Like, the third one is, interestingly, and I could have chosen to remove my news app during the right. detox. Um, I didn't because I would never had a problem, like, addictively looking at news. Um, right. I actually saw it as an opportunity as part of the detox that I spend more time looking at the news and current events and things like that than scrolling to see what protein shakes people were drinking, right um, on Instagram. And so I have found myself kind of scrolling through the news. um, But I don't find it as I mean, I read a few articles, I get caught up. I mean, I'm having more valuable conversations with, you know, my husband on the news and what's going on. I think I'm more up to date about things. So I'm actually really enjoying that part of it, too.
0: Well, and remember when one of the principles was, okay, I like social media, because I want to read, I want to get the news. And then the next one was, is this the best way to get the news? And for me, I think it is, even though I'm not satisfied with it, I'm not satisfied that it's got all the articles I want to read. And that's the lesson for me. Do I really need to read 15 articles on the Democratic primaries? Mm -hmm. Or do I need to read the headlines right now about what's going on? And then, you know, chat with people or watch a program later on it. That's the thing. Because I was reading everything. Right. Like, read every article on coronavirus right now. Not helpful. And actually anxiety inducing.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So I think that's, you know, web. however anybody sticks with it and then decides to come back and be purposeful in how they load social media back onto their phones, they're at the very least, there needs to be, or I'm sure there is, an awareness of what you're adding back and the cost of what you're adding back.
1: Yeah. And I... Whether, I, it's,
0: whether it's loss of time or loss of engagement or increase in anxiety, because that's a real thing for many, many people.
1: Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I am really struggling. I am struggling very hard to... F- put together a case to say why on earth I would need Instagram back on my phone. Oh yeah. I truly, truly am. I mean, today I logged onto Facebook on my computer because I wanted to post one picture. um, And I I didn't get too upset about that. I did some nominal scrolling, but then literally just turned it off. There's Mm -hmm. a couple of things on Facebook from like particular groups that I'm missing out on that I would might, I could see value in adding those back. But again, I don't believe that I need to do that on my phone. Right. I think that having it on my laptop is just a safer bet. Because I I think I'll be less likely to just sit there and do that forever. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I'm I'm really struggling to build a case to say what I would add back at at this point from what I've deleted. uh, I believe that I will maintain that.
0: Well, that's interesting.
1: Even though I did miss a very a dramatic um, something that happened on Instagram that all my friends told me about yesterday, and I was like, "Oh, I didn't know that happened." No way. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But it was great because there. I, again, as I mentioned, it wasn't that thing like, "Oh yeah, 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 I saw that, I read that, I know that." I don't I don't even need to talk to you about it? It was like, <laughs> "Oh, tell me, tell me everything," and it was this great, engaging conversation. <laughs> i don't know I think that's funny it is funny <laughs> right well, the- we'll see yeah so it'll, we'll see how it happens okay so if we must let's briefly delve into this chapter but i mean first of all i read this i listened to this chapter um because at the time that we were going to record this i had i wasn't up to date and so i had listened to it in the car and right. I was struggling. In what I, way? I was just struggling to be like, what the heck? Who cares about Abraham Lincoln? Yeah. Like, who gives a hoop? Like, I get the point. Like, <laughs> you need solitude. Like, okay. I just, I didn't find the examples resonated well with me. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's fine. And maybe they're resonating well with other people. And then I just, it just went on and on. And I was like more of this like historical, weird solitude business. Um, (laughs) I I did, however, you know, as I like read through the chapter, I kind of flipped through it today um, on the book portion. I did love this concept of solitude deprivation. Yes. A state in which you spend close to zero time alone with your own thoughts and free from input from other minds. Yes. And I would say 90% of people I know are living in solitude deprivation. You know, that I'm in an elevator, I pick up my phone, I'm waiting in line, I pick up my phone. I have five minutes. I pick up my phone. Like there, you know, I get home and I finish work. Phone, 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 phone. Constantly getting input from somewhere else, right? Absolutely.
0: I was thinking about it just this morning on my walk because I really wanted to listen to my a podcast. Oh. And I thought, ooh, I'm not
1: having solitude right now. Interesting. Yeah. And I would say the only... Uh, you know, the only kind of planned solitude that I really do is that we do like the, our daily meditation, usually in the evening before bed, I often fall Mm -hmm. asleep during it, but we do our daily calm every day. And that is one time where definitely you're alone with your own thoughts. Mm -hmm. Um, And I do really appreciate that time. So I do, I do see the value in that. And I do see, I mean, that also for me is a huge anxiety reducer, um, right. I'm in solitude with my own thoughts. I can actually collect my thoughts and think about what's on my mind and what I need to do and what I need to accomplish. And that helps me be less anxious. Um, because when I don't allow myself to be in solitude, I distract myself with things that are more entertaining than things well, that I have to do.
0: There's. I wish I could find the article, but I can't. Um, there was one that I read that said the times that we do things like fold the laundry or tidy up the kitchen or rake the garden when there's no radio or anything else going on, those are the times when we're alone with our thoughts, when our brains actually need that. And it's when we sort things out and we don't know it, but it's super productive time. And I'm wondering if that is related to solitude and the ability to think and sort and refresh um our thoughts and even though we don't know that we're doing it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a great one.
0: And I think mean, yeah, again he, he said specifically input of other things. And so music may be on the on the borderline there, but if you're listening to the news or a podcast or uh, even having a conversation with someone, um, you are having someone else um dictate what you're hearing. Music is, if if there's no lyrics in it, you know, and it's just calming, maybe that helps with the mood. I don't know. But it was the input of other people's thoughts. And that's what I think we have so much of, even without social media.
1: Yeah. I love that.
0: And And, I mean, that.
1: I love that. (laughs) (laughs) See, you've been influenced by Pilot Pete from The Bachelor. I love that. (laughs) I love that. Um, I had massive trauma as a child. I love, uh, I love that.
0: He actually said, I
1: hate that a lot yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and then it kind of goes back to, um, he kind of circles back to Thoreau in his cabin again. Mm-hmm. And I think about the times that we are at our very kind of remote cabin and we do have this rejuvenating, thing because we don't watch as much tv we don't stream which i think is also very different than Mm -hmm. watching just what's on tv or deciding like there's nothing here i want to watch so i'm going to read or do this or do that um so we definitely experience a lot more solitude when we're at our cabin and i think that's why we come out of it always feeling so so refreshed yes so i i you know i'll give him the tiniest bit of credit for that (laughs) but then it's just like You know, then there's a, you know, he's got a couple of practices, leave your phone at home. Okay. Yeah. I I mean, I have noticed myself being less dependent on my phone. And I, I, you know, I think he's got some ideas about how you can do that without worrying about not getting in touch with people or whatever. And that's fine. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, you know, it's a scale, right? Are you going full on disconnected or are there small things that you can do. And I suppose it's like anything at first you probably need to, like we're doing the digital detox. You need to do the whole thing. I remember when I was, uh, I can't meditate like you can. I I'm very easily distracted. Um, and I know you have to practice. Distraction never, is okay. I know I've never, I've never been able to do it. However, I remember I was talking to someone once, I think it was my, when I had a, a personal trainer for a while. And she, I was telling her how I was at the cottage and uh, one of my favorite things to do was just go down and sit down on the dock and do nothing. And I would sit there um, usually in the late afternoon or first thing in the morning and just sit there and look at the water. And I just, it was my favorite thing to do. She goes, you don't think that's meditating?
1: Yeah.
0: And I just went, what? (laughs) And again, it's solitude. The only thing I was hearing was birds.
1: Amazing. Yeah. And I think that's okay. Like, I think... I mean, one of the things I love about when I meditate, they're always like, don't worry about if things come into your mind, that's normal. It's normal to be distracted. It's normal to not be able to focus. And to me, I just consider those interruptions and those distractions. I just focus on them and figure out what, what is actually bothering me about them. And that is the meditation for me. Right. Dealing with the distractions is my meditation and what I focus on, right? Even if hmm. my meditation app is saying, let's talk about gratitude and let's talk about this. Well, if all that's coming into my head is me being stressed out about what I need to do over the next three days, well, then I focus on that and I don't worry about it. I, like, I sit there and I meditate and I focus on those things and I try and collect my thoughts and sort my thoughts and organize my thoughts. And if I'm really, really good, I will finish meditating, wake up and use my bullet journal and start organizing that. And that to me, that's meditating. And that's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. It's just being in solitude. Right is the Yeah, is the that I have to agree with
0: you. That was the only concept that I really liked about this chapter.
1: Yeah, because then it goes um, into take long walks. And I'm like, Okay, cool. Yeah. Long walks are great. I love walking.
0: Oh,
1: it's fe- and I thought,
0: I thought a lot of this stuff was a little bit. What's the right word? I don't know. Privileged—that might be too strong. Um, there are a heck of a lot of people who do not have the time to go on great big long walks like he's talking about, um, and who I would imagine would even struggle to go on to to do this kind of action on a regular basis. And some of those things just sounded really weird to me because he's talking long walks like longer than a half an hour yeah and I just don't know how many people have the luxury to do that today either the time or the ability to be unencumbered by family and children and pets and responsibilities for hours and hours at a time
1: I mean does it I mean I don't know does it it so it doesn't count if you could like your whole family goes on a walk it has to be a solitude walk
0: well, that's what he's saying. That's the way I interpreted it. Because Thoreau went on massive, long, solo walks, as did Abraham Lincoln. And he was talking about how he did, too. He, he used it to walk to work.
1: I mean, uh, for <clears> me, <throat> I always try and, you know, take these things with a grain of salt. and like, okay, if I can't do that, what can I do?
0: You have to. Right? Agreed.
1: And so yeah. I might say, okay, um, instead of my <laughs> very lazy, very pregnant self... Um, just throwing my dog in the backyard, maybe I, maybe I will even take a short walk around the block five minutes. And is that better than nothing? Um, Or for the person commuting, um, could they, instead of taking that last bus transfer, um, take the 10 minute walk home? Like, is 10 minutes better than nothing? Is nothing? Is it a bit of solitude? Um,
0: Do you remember that you may be too young? Do you remember participation? Yes. And around that time, my mom was a a health educator. And around that time, they had a slogan related to participation. I think it was walk a little a little more. And it was it was exactly what you're saying. Get off your bus stop one stop early you know, take the stairs Uh, at work at the back of the parking lot. Yeah. And that was more exercise related. I wonder how much you would need to stretch that to be able to have focused solitude. Like, do you need to get off four stops earlier, you know, to be even to just get 15 minutes with your, with your own brain and not do it by plugging in your earbuds.
1: Yeah. Not, and not um, looking at your phone while you're walking, which a lot of people do. Where there's sure, a guy in my neighborhood right now that I think is hysterical to watch. Um, he smokes and reads a book while walking around the block.
0: Wow! <laughs> he literally is
1: reading a novel and smoking. I find it fascinating.
0: Yeah, people love to multitask like that. <laughs> but again, you're missing out on. Uh, you know it. It can get. It can get you know sort of airy fairy, but it's true. If you're walking and not looking at your phone or doing anything else, what are you seeing? I remember walking down the street in Toronto and I had never looked at these old buildings and the the tops of them and the really cool decorations that the stonemasons must have done when they were building them. And you just notice stuff and you just start thinking about it. And it's a it's a real separation from the traumas of your daily life. And it just, it does sound kind of, weird, but I do think it works. I think it's refreshing. My mom also used to say a change is as good as a rest. And I think when you can have a solitude moment like that for 15 or 20 minutes in your day, it's like a change for your brain.
1: Yeah. So I think that might be one of the things I might try and incorporate on my on my detox. Like one of the things I want to do is I I do want to come up with a more um precise leisure item. Yeah. Or like my, you know what is it, the alternate task. Like I'd love to pull out knitting again or I know you were thinking you were going to get back into cross stitch which I thought was super super cool did I tell you my patterns came in the mail
0: yesterday (laughs) and I have three tabs open on the best place to go and buy the right thread that I need so I am working on that so (laughs) geeky I love it I know gonna let my hair go gray and wear (laughs) little wire rimmed glasses on the end
1: of my nose
0: (laughs) Um, terrible stereotype
1: uh, yeah so I, I do want to define some leisure activity better even though I'm very happy with how things are going now um, mm-hmm. I think to prevent myself from slipping back I do need to define some very specific leisure activity um, maybe it's even hopping back on my elliptical and I guess soon I will be busy with the the great leisure the baby. of a baby yeah um yeah. but yeah And the second thing is I do like that idea of a short little walk in solitude. And cause I, even, I I was going to say, Oh, my favorite moments of solitude are when I'm in the car. Um, I love driving. I don't mind when people say like, do you mind driving all the way to so-and-so? And And I'm like, yep, I love it. Um, and to be fair, it's because I usually like listening to podcasts. Right. Um, so I, I can't really say that that's true solitude. Um, So I need to think about how I might get that into here. Um, The other part here, the other practice, write letters to yourself. Mm, Uh,
0: I don't like that.
1: It might work for some people. Yeah. So Cal says he's got a stack of moleskin notebooks and, and, you know.
0: (laughs) This is where he was losing me because he was starting to share things that were in it. And I was like, I don't care. (laughs) I really don't. Care about one experience that you had written down in there from 13 years ago or whenever? Yeah,
1: it was just like early entries in my notebook were on professional topics, and I'm like, why do I care? And then Mm -hmm. it started to include reflections and ideas about my life more generally. I mean, Mm -hmm. if I again were to take from this what I want to take from this, which is how I often operate, Mm -hmm. um, I would say that this is bullet journaling. I don't think he's used it as bullet journaling, but I do feel that bullet journaling is a take away from the digital, make it more analog, reflect on things. Like I said, I use meditation and my bullet journal hand in hand. And I think that's part of um, my digital detox, et cetera, et cetera. So I did like the thought or the concept
0: that writing is a form of solitude. Because if you are writing and thinking about what you're writing, you're, you're therefore not getting any other input into your brain. Because I suppose there are a few times when you can write things with distractions while someone's talking to you or while the news is on, maybe it's grocery lists or whatever. But if you're really thoughtfully journaling, whatever it is, whether it's organizing your week, organizing your brain including a few reflections, whatever those are, that's a form of solitude, because it's your thoughts, and you're organizing them, and you're thinking about them, and you're pondering and processing them. And often, so that's a way of sol- of getting solitude, for sure. And I agreed to that. Yeah, but he was, I think he was taking it that extra step and making it like a big journal or a diary, or something. And that works for so many people, but it doesn't work for so many others, similar to walking great distances. So what elements can you get out of that? Like you say, bullet journaling is a very helpful thing. I even still bullet journal, and I don't like journaling.
1: I know I we've I actually have quite a few converts. Um, I was mm-hmm. talking to our naturopath, uh, Doctor. Yes, Reese. she has taken our course on bullet journaling and started I saw bullet that. journaling. Um, mm-hmm. A friend of mine who runs a digital media like, card company has started doing it. Um, Tom is doing it. There's a lot of people who've picked up on it and are really enjoying it. Mm -hmm. Um, what I find is sometimes if I'm sitting at my computer, um, and I need to do something, you know, I've got on my task list, something really big, like, um, do the course, do an entire course on blah. And often I find one of my, um, troubles is I sometimes put too big of a task list Right. Instead of saying too big of a task, do the agenda, you know, or
0: write the outline. You yeah, know, that's what breaking it down. And so
1: sometimes what I end up doing with that time, if I if I'm aware enough, I go wait. Let me just plan it out here instead of thinking I need to go straight to my computer and start you know doing everything. What if I just plan out the outline in my bullet journal and start there? Yeah. And usually that creates a flow of creativity and you know, a whole bunch of stuff. And I tend to get a lot more work done than if I just sat at my laptop with PowerPoint open and was like, well, you
0: know, that's what they say for like for people who struggle to write or have writer's block or any kind of creative block, just start doing something. I've always found that really hard. Just start, just type something. But I, I, I think what you're saying is try starting it somewhere else or in a different way. And Okay, so you have your bullet journal, break it down into the most basic tiny task and start writing it down. and all of a sudden, boom, you're doing something and it sort of gets you in the flow. Yeah. Yeah, I like that.
1: And that's kind of where he ends <laughs> it. And it's just kind of like,
0: yeah, oh,
1: that was it and then it just ends.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know it was a little so, yeah.
1: You know, still love you, Cal. Still love what's happening here. I still love the impacts of this. I'm not sure where we're going from here but i suppose there's just some additional practices and again i don't i i don't know again because i didn't read it in word form i don't know how much of it i caught i don't know how prescriptive he is like you must take walks you must write in a journal he's not no i don't find that he is i just find that it's it's a bit
0: of work to read this and get out of it what is going to work for you Uh, So for some people, they want you to prescriptively tell them what to do. Give me the four points that I need to do, how, when, and how often. I don't think this book is like that. Um, Other than in the first section where he says, here's what you do. Delete everything that you don't need for safety or work. That's pretty clear. But now he's saying, and here are all these other things. Yeah. I think in order to make them work for you, you really need to be able to pull the nugget out. And that's a little bit of work. And that's why we're here, helping people pull out the nuggets. nuggets. And so
1: for me, the nuggets are um, make some time for solitude. Think twice before you put on that podcast or put on some music. Can you spend five minutes with yourself? Yes. Whatever that is. Um, If you can incorporate a walk into that, or, you know, hop onto that dusty elliptical trainer in your basement, Mm -hmm. I think that's valuable too. If you can make Mm -hmm. it happen, make it happen. Does it have to be a two hour walk? No. No. You know, does, would I also find the same value in, I mean, in the summertime, we always used to kind of, hop out as a family and go for a walk around the cemetery because it's the only green space around us. Um, (laughs) Just go for a quick little walk. And I found that very rejuvenating on many levels. So if that's what it is, that's what it is. Make it your own, make it what you need it to be. But don't make excuses for why you must listen to a podcast while you do X, Y, Z, or why you absolutely couldn't get off the bus half a stop early because right you know yeah. yeah think about I always like to say think about opportunities not why this won't work for you think of an opportunity of how it can work for you because I think there are benefits to that and then lastly sure. if you can incorporate some type of journaling I, I think it's amazing it has changed a lot about uh, what I do and I think Even with this digital detox, I find I'm defaulting to my journal a little bit more. And that is a good thing.
0: For sure. It is a good thing. That's Martha
1: Stewart, isn't it? It's a good thing. (laughs) It's a good thing. And so Mm -hmm. next chapter is in the book is chapter five. It starts on page 127 um, and goes to one page 164. So it's, it's a long E too. And it's mm-hmm. called don't click like.
0: Ooh, Ooh, that's
1: interesting. So we're not going to give anybody else any dopamine either.
0: Yeah. Don't, maybe that's what it is.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Don't, don't test,
0: perpetuate this problem. Don't
1: perpetuate the dopamine hits.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, which is also something I have felt a little bit bad about is that, Oh my gosh, here are all, you know, my friends that have been posting on social media over the past few weeks and i've not been liking anything and what if they don't know i'm on a digital detox do they think i'm just being a dick
0: probably a lot of people don't even know notice quite frankly
1: i notice when certain people don't click like on my things (laughs) really (laughs) interesting certain people i'm like hmm hmm interesting so well we'll see what that's about for the next one and uh Yeah. Keep reading. Keep letting us know how you're doing and we'll be back soon. Thanks. We want you to rate, review and subscribe to this podcast if you're loving it. Here are the steps. Number one, open your podcast app. Number two, search for at the whiteboard. Three, tap the icon. Four, plus press subscribe so you don't miss any of our amazing episodes. Scroll down and click on write review. Give us a star rating and leave a title and a great, fabulous review, and you're done. We may pick some of our favorite reviews and send you a free gift or something, so also leave your Instagram handle in your review. Talk soon!
0: Thanks for listening. Don't forget, you can find us on all the usual social media. Our website is whiteboardconsulting.ca, and this podcast will be available visually on YouTube by searching Whiteboard Consulting Group, Inc. Or if you want to read our blog that summarizes it, you can check out At the Whiteboard, a publication on medium.com. Finally, if you have any questions or suggestions, we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at info at whiteboardconsulting.ca. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.